the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you looking for truth from God's Word that you can understand and apply to your life? You'll find it today on Make It Clear with Dr. Stan Pons, Bible teacher and president of Florida Bible College in beautiful Orlando. Listen now as Stan makes it clear. Hi, my name is Stan Pons, and I'm the host of Make It Clear and the president of Florida Bible College in beautiful Orlando, Florida. I want to thank you for being with us today for Make It Clear. Most of you that have been with us from time to time, you know that we are really a program that teaches the Bible in such a way that you can have a life application from it and yet go through the Bible chapter by chapter and verse by verse. But from time to time, we also take a break from that because I want you to meet some very interesting people that I believe that could really encourage you, the listener, and add value to your life. Today, we have just such a person, and I'm so blessed to have him with us because of our long-time relationship we've had because of Jesus Christ and our ministry at Florida Bible College. Today we have Dr. Ed Horde. He is a graduate of Florida Bible College, but now he's the senior pastor of the First Baptist Church in Zebulon, Georgia. He is a professor also of biblical and theological studies at Grace Biblical Seminary. He and his wife Gigi have three sons, and three grandchildren. But you know, it's Ed's love for Jesus Christ, for the Word of God, for his wife, but also for broadcasting the Word of God as far as he can. So that has brought him into the love for radio, and that love has spanned more than 50 years. In fact, it began before he became a Christian. He holds the Federal Communications Commission's highest broadcast engineer's license, and he is co-owner of WKEU Radio in Griffin, Georgia. So I want to give a shout out to any of those folks in Georgia that can pick up WKEU, and you're going to be able to hear the co-owner of it today, but his passion is for people to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. So let's welcome to our program today, Dr. Ed Horde. Welcome to Make It Clear. Thank you very much, Stan. It is a joy, and it is indeed an honor and pleasure uh, to be on Make It Clear. I have been an admirer of you for a long time. Well, thank you very much. And I have to tell you that knowing you through the years, you have never wavered from your love for Christ and your love for other people. And it always seems that you are in between the two, in the sense that you are bringing Christ to people and then you are bringing people to Christ. And so your stand for the gospel, the accuracy of it, and the clarity of it has remained true. And you don't see people like that. And I know that you're desiring to finish well. Tell us a little bit about how did you come to faith in Christ? You know, people like to know that backstory before they hear the front story. So tell us a little bit about that. How did you come to faith in Christ and become a Christian? Stand like Fanny Crosby, I love to tell the story. 
And my story is a simple story. Uh, It's one that uh, can be repeated over and over again by a lot of people. I was raised in a nominal Christian home. My mother and dad attended church, and so my brother and I, of course, attended church. But uh, for some reason, Stan, I missed the gospel. I don't know if it was uh, the fact that uh, uh, our pastor and uh, and others who were leaders in our church just failed to make it clear, but uh, somehow I missed it. And uh, during my teenage years, I went through a rebellious streak uh, as an unsaved, uh, you know, young uh, young fellow. But uh, I was invited to uh, attend a Bible study, a Christian Bible study, one Thursday evening in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, it was a graduate of Florida Bible College who uh, was putting on the Bible study. And for the very first time, Stan, I heard in a way that I could understand. I believe it was made clear to me for the very first time that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and offers eternal life to all who would simply place their trust, their faith in what he did for them on the cross. And on that Thursday night, as a sophomore in college, uh, I trusted the Lord Jesus as my personal Savior. And uh, the, the young man who was leading that Bible study, who was a graduate of Florida Bible College, began to disciple me. And in fact, we were co-workers together at a small radio station in central Georgia. And uh, every opportunity we could, uh, he opened his Bible, began to teach me and disciple me out of the Bible. And that led to uh, the Lord's calling me to uh, full-time ministry. And I have now been a pastor for uh, a little over 45 years, Dan. It's exciting to know that, that God has, uh, first, he's got to help you come to know Christ as Savior by bringing people around you that'll explain it to you clearly. And then at the same time, it's not only just win them to Christ and then leave a baby on the doorstep of life, but also to disciple them. So the Lord had people that were faithful to that responsibility to bring that into your life. But now you have the calling to be a pastor. How important do you believe it is to present the word of God clearly? And I say it that way because, you know, the program is called Make It Clear, but it's sounding like the Word of God and the gospel is is muddy, but we have to make it clear. And that's not really true at all, is it? Stan, it's not true at all. In fact, there is such a dearth of clear biblical teaching, particularly in the area of salvation uh, amongst uh, uh, pastors, uh, Christian workers, evangelists, even missionaries uh, today. And it is of vital importance that we make it clear. I saw a sign on a man's desk that said, Eskew Obfuscation. And I, I had no idea what in the world that sign meant. And so I went and looked the two words up and realized that he was having me on. Uh, <laughs> Eskew Obfuscation means avoid unclearness. And the sign itself had just done what it uh, what it was telling us not to do. So uh, in the area of, of the Bible, uh, of Christian doctrine, and particularly the doctrine of salvation, we have to make it absolutely clear. And that's why I am so uh, appreciative, Stan, of your ministry and of ministry, the ministry of others like you uh, who have dedicated their lives and their whole ministries uh, toward making the gospel clear and understandable. You said something early on 
that uh, really struck me because I believe it is so true. You said in the beginning of our broadcast that you probably heard the gospel, but you didn't hear it clearly enough yet to engage. And then later on, someone presented it clearly to you. So now my question is, is why are there so many message muddlers out there and not presenting it clearly when the word of God is clear and the gospel is clear in scripture. So why are there so many people that are messing up the clarity of the gospel? Why do you think? And I think there are probably several reasons for it. And uh, the uh, the obvious and main reason would be, of course, that uh, our adversary uh, does not want the gospel to be presented clearly. And so uh, the devil has a way many times of uh, uh, muddying up the message of the gospel. The Bible makes it so clear. And I think a lot of the reason is people just, I don't think they see the importance using terminology that is unbiblical, using terminology uh, many times that uh, is unclear. For instance, uh, ask Jesus into your heart. Now, I understand what people are saying when they say that, and and well-meaning people will say that. People who love Jesus, people who love evangelism uh, will use terminology like that because that's what they've always heard. Uh, They've just never been introduced to uh, the idea of of the importance of making it absolutely clear as a bell so that it rings with certainty uh, and to be biblical in our terminology. The Bible uses the word heart. There's, there's certainly no question about that, and and we understand the biblical word of heart. But um, the gospel is not asking Jesus into your heart. The, the gospel is receiving the free gift of eternal life by placing one's trust in the finished work of Christ. Uh, this is biblical terminology. Uh, this is the way the the, the writers of the New Testament uh, gave it so clearly, and and we just need to be clear in doing that. And I think many times just tradition, the fact that uh, many ministers, evangelists, Christian workers, and missionaries just don't realize uh, how oftentimes people don't get it because it isn't being presented clearly. I really like what you had to say. That is very, very important. Sometimes what they do is they don't have a proper biblical, we might say, understanding of the passage. So they have an inaccurate understanding of what that verse is saying, the context, the people, etc. But it sounds so good. They've heard it so much. So then they use it with others. So not only is the message not clear, but when they tag that verse to it, it removes the power from what they're saying because they're taking the verse out of context and it's incorrect. Like the point you made a moment ago about taking Jesus into your heart or Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart. Well, in the context, we know that he's talking about a church and he wants to have fellowship with the church and it has nothing to do with being saved. But also you said this that I thought was so beautiful. You own it so much that I don't know that our people really caught what you just said because it was so important. So let me just share this with our listeners for a moment. A moment ago, you said, you know, we say today that, uh, and then you went through about Jesus in your heart. And then you said, but the real message is we need to receive Jesus Christ as our Savior by placing our faith in Christ. Now, as you said that, that you own that so much, it just rolled off your tongue. 
But let's pick that apart for a moment for our listeners. When you said, let's receive Christ as your Savior, most people will use that term as they're out and about saying, have you received Christ? And most people say, yes, I have. Or will you receive Christ as your Savior? And the person will say yes, and they pray some kind of a so-called sinner's prayer. Well, in reality, there's no verse in the Bible that says that you just receive Christ. John 1.12, though, says, how we receive Christ. It says to as many as those who received him, to those who believe on his name. So it talks about how do you receive him? You believe on his name. So the emphasis is more not so much on have you received Christ, but it's on have you believed in Jesus Christ? And the result then is you've received him. And so I can certainly see, Dr. Horde, that you own this truth the accuracy of soteriology and the doctrine of salvation and the ability to present it in a clear and simple fashion so that whatever audience to whom you're speaking, you'll be able to speak the truth of the gospel into their heart. Now, that's a great thing. Has that helped you in your ministry? It certainly has, Stan. It it not only has helped me in my ministry, but of course, Uh, in the churches that I have been privileged to pastor, uh, in the places that I have uh, been uh, privileged to go and speak uh, over these last 45 years uh, here in the United States, in Europe, in Australia, to be able to make the gospel clear and to see the light go on in people's eyes and in their minds. And they say, Oh, I, I get it now. I, yeah, yeah, sure, it makes sense to me now. Uh, is just one of the most wonderful things in the world. I think one of the things that makes me love evangelism so much is the fact that for so many years of my young life, I loved God. I loved Jesus as a young boy attending church. I used to love to go to church, Stan. My folks didn't have to make me go to church. Even before even before I was a Christian, I loved going to church. But to be able to make it clear for people who've been going to church all their life, for it finally to make sense to them, and, and for them to now have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus that they've been singing about, uh, they've been hearing about, they've been studying about, just not only makes eternal difference, and that is absolutely vitally important, but it makes such a difference in their personal lives as well. It sounds almost like you're evangelizing the evangelized, so to speak. They think they're evangelized, but they're really not, and you're having to make it clear. Well, dear ones, in case you just tuned in, my name is Stan Pons, and I'm the host here of Make It Clear and the president of Florida Bible College in Orlando, Florida. And our very special guest today is Dr. Ed Horde. He's the senior pastor of the First Baptist Church of Zebulon, Georgia. He is also the co-owner of WKEU in Griffin, Georgia. And he also teaches as professor of biblical and theological studies at Grace Biblical Seminary, and we're so glad to have Dr. Ed Hoard with us. We are talking about the gospel. There's some positives and some negatives when you present it clearly. Let me give you a positive, and then I'm going to ask Ed here to talk about sometimes the pushback when we do. So 
I remember that I was uh, on the speakers team for Promise Keepers in the 90s, and so I was traveling and speaking for them. And generally, I was put on a Friday night. The men, it was a national men's ministry. They would either fill stadiums, convention centers, civic auditoriums, and then when they were doing a special division of it, of training uh, churches how to do a men's ministry, they would do a Friday night session and then an all-day Saturday session. Well, on Friday night, I was asked to speak uh, on the Friday night sessions. And in my frame of thinking is, I want the men to be able to be godly men. Men of integrity was their theme. But we knew they couldn't do that unless they had the Holy Spirit genuinely in them for the sustaining power to do that. And that wouldn't happen until they placed their faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sin. So I would certainly hammer the importance of trusting Christ as Savior. And so we were doing that. And there was a just a, a large swell of men that were coming to faith in Christ on Friday night. Well, there are other guys doing this around the country in other locations, but they weren't getting the results. So the leadership of uh, Promise Keepers came to me and said, why, why are you getting, you know, what are you doing? So they've been listening and all of this stuff. And I said, well, I believe mostly it's because I've decided to make the gospel as clear as I can to the audience that I'm speaking and being true to the exegesis of scripture when I would give out the gospel. And so they said, would, would I write up the clarity of the gospel? So I wrote it up. Then they said, would I begin teaching that to those that will be speaking? And I said, yes, I'd be glad to do that. And for some of you that have some of those manuals, you might find in the back of it, there was a whole gospel presentation that they added as an addendum. So there's greater results when you give the gospel correctly, clearly, compassionately, and courageously. But Ed, you've been doing the same thing for many years as pastor. You've also been guest speakers all over the place. And knowing that you give it clearly, we we do get good results. But you know as well as I do, we have people that will push back against us. Has that happened to you when you give the gospel clearly? That there have been some people that have just objected the way you've given the gospel? Oh, absolutely. There's no question about it, Stan. Uh, when you give it clearly, uh, and, uh, and in order to give it clearly, sometimes you have to say what the gospel is not. And when you do that, uh, that's when uh, you begin to get pushback. Uh, I'll give you an anecdote. Uh, Just recently, um, the seminary that I'm privileged to teach at has begun uh, teaching classes down in Honduras. Uh, In fact, we have uh, a wonderful ministry going now to pastors, to Honduran pastors uh, in two places in the country of Honduras. Many of those men are godly men. They love God. They love the Bible. They, they really are fairly knowledgeable of the Scriptures without having had any formal theological training. But in the area of soteriology, uh, in presenting the plan of salvation, they just do not do it clearly. Uh, with the influence of um, uh, Roman Catholicism, uh, in Central America, and uh, with the influence of, of other uh, religions uh, that have been prominent uh, in that particular area of the world, they, they give a, a grace plus works kind of gospel. And we, of course, know from the book of Galatians that uh, that's an accursed gospel. It's not really a gospel at all. And uh, so when we start teaching these pastors, they immediately begin to push back. 
Uh, in fact, uh, one of our very first experiences with Honduran pastors in presenting the gospel clearly to them and, and trying to help them to be able to present the gospel clearly, uh, it almost wound up in, uh, uh, in, in our not having a ministry at all with them. And then we sat down and we patiently, by showing them Scripture, by helping them to understand the Word of God in context, they began to slowly uh, understand. And and now uh, they have become incredible evangelists to making the gospel clear. They're uh, meeting with their fellow pastors and, uh, and uh, sharing the, the way to present salvation uh, in a clear biblical uh, way. So yes, you do get pushback. Anytime you share the gospel clearly, uh, people are going to push back. I'm certainly glad you shared that story with us because that is incredibly important. We may have some listeners now that are wondering, what is a clear gospel presentation? Now, there's two ways we can do it. We can teach you this is the gospel and this is how you present it, or we can model it. So, Dr. Horde, why don't you pretend for a moment that you have thousands of unsaved people that have chosen to listen to this program right now. And inside your chest is beating a heart that says, no matter what I'm saying here, it means nothing to them unless they trust Christ as Savior. So I need to give them the message of the gospel. And so I'm going to ask you to do that, and I want you to share it in about four minutes. That's about all you have to do, and I want you to be able to share it in about four minutes about what does a person need to do in order to have an eternal relationship with Jesus Christ in a home in heaven. Stan, what I love to do and what I've been doing for 45 years as a pastor is I have ended every one of my messages uh, I may be preaching on uh, some area of Christian service. I may be teaching on uh, some uh, doctrine of Scripture. But at the end of the service, I always end by saying this. I want to share with you the best news I've ever heard. And it's the best news you will ever hear. And I think I can do it in about two minutes. Here's the good news. God loves you. No matter who you are, no matter where you live, no matter what you've done, no matter what mistakes you've made in your life, God loves you. In fact, the Bible says that God loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him, trusts in him, would never perish, would not die and go to hell, but would have eternal life. Now, the reason we know God loves you is because he demonstrated that. He sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who was God in the flesh, to come to this earth to live a perfect life, to go to the cross and die for all of our sins. The Bible teaches that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And because of that, we cannot save ourselves. That's why Jesus went to the cross to die for us, to die for all of our sins, to pay the sin debt that we owe and and to give to us eternal life. Now, how do we receive this eternal life? How does it how do we appropriate this? For our own lives and our own souls. Well, the Bible is very, very clear. The Bible says that it is by grace that you're saved through faith. It's not something we do ourselves. It's the gift of God, not by our works, 
so that we can't boast about it. And so today, if you have never trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you do not know for certain that if you die today, you'd go to heaven, I want to encourage you to place your trust, your faith in what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross in taking your sins, dying for your sins, paying for them completely and totally, and then on the third day, rising again from the grave to prove that he is God, and secondly, that his payment for sin has been adequate and accepted by the Father. Will you today simply trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, as the one who died for you and who wants to give you eternal life. Well, my friend, you will never hear the gospel given more clearly, more compassionately, and more correctly than that. Now, if you still have questions or you'd like to talk more about this, just go to makeitclear.org and contact us. We've had as our special guest today, Dr. Ed Horde, First Baptist Church of Zebulon Senior Pastor in Georgia. We want you to know how glad we are to have you with us, Ed, and I pray that God would continue to use you in a mighty way. Stan, thank you so very much for uh, hosting me today, giving me an opportunity to uh, chat with your listeners. And, uh, and thank you so much for Make It Clear Ministries. Again, I, I have been an admirer of you and your ministry uh, over the years and am so thankful for your faithfulness to the gospel, uh, to present it, to present it so beautifully, so clearly, and stand for your life uh, as, uh, as an example of what the Christian believer and what the Christian minister uh, should be like. Uh, we love you, my brother, and we love the ministry of Florida Bible College. Thank you very, very much. And if those of you out there would like to learn how to present the gospel clearly, we have a very simple class called Evangelism and Discipleship that you can easily take online. It's very inexpensive, and it'll teach you how to share the gospel clearly with others and then follow them up with discipleship. Be sure to go to FloridaBibleCollege.com. That's FloridaBibleCollege.com. And get information on how you could take the course called Evangelism and Discipleship specifically designed with you in mind. Well, until next time, thank you so much for being with us here at Make It Clear. I'm your host, Dr. Stan Pons, president of Florida Bible College, and I trust that next time we get together, we'll hear stories from you about how God is using you in a mighty way. God bless all of you. Until next time. You're listening to Make It Clear with the teaching of Dr. Stan Pons, founder of Make It Clear Ministries and president of Florida Bible College in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Make It Clear is dedicated to taking the Word of God with clarity into every person's world. It is the support of listeners like you who make the ministry of Make It Clear possible. You can provide your tax-deductible gift to Make It Clear online by going to makeitclear.org. Or you can mail your gift to Make It Clear, P.O. Box 607-901, Orlando, Florida, 32860. Thank you for helping us Make It Clear. If you would like to have Dr. Pond speak at your church or event, please send us an email at tellmemore at makeitclear.org. Thank you, and remember to make it clear.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.